Siddharth Roy Kapoor and Vidya Balan, Seth Rogen and Lauren Miller. These two couples have one thing in common. They are dings, that is dual income and no kids. The Daily Show guest host Chelsea Handler has also been really outspoken about going child-free. She in fact did a Daily Show episode on the same, clarifying her stance as a child-free woman. Hello everyone, you are listening to the Business Line Podcast. I'm your host Ayush Arya and today I am going to bring up the topic of going child-free in India. So while I was working on this podcast idea, I went through Reddit where I saw a few posts talking about how going child-free leads to financial freedom, especially in, in an economic climate like this, where Indians are losing their jobs and there has been a sharp rise in the cost of education. But the real question is, does it really mean you can fire, that is, financially independent, retire early? How much should the ideal emergency fund corpus be? Or is the decision of renting a house better than buying for child-free people? I'm here with Aarti Krishnan, Consulting Editor at Business Line, to discuss exactly that. Today's topic is Financial Management for Child-Free People. Hello ma'am, so I'm going to get straight to business. First things first, do you fundamentally see a difference between the financial planning of child-free population and the people who choose to opt for kids? Yeah, many people think that if you don't have children, you can do with less of financial planning. Or that, uh, or think that having a child also is a financial decision. Uh, it really is not fully a financial decision. There are many emotional aspects to it. So uh, everybody in their life have certain goals. I mean, if you have a child, you will have additional goals, such as having the child's higher education funded, uh, perhaps the child's wedding, if you plan to splurge on it, etc. But uh, all the other goals apart from that. Uh, those two goals will be the same for people with children and without children. So goals like maybe you want to save for a vacation or you want to save to buy a car or home, retirement, all of that is common for all couples whether they have children or don't have children. So now that we have one thing clear, I have a question for the people who have made their minds that in not wanting children. What should be the ideal emergency fund corpus size? Right. So when uh, talking of emergency funds, typically it is calculated as a percentage of or the number of months expenses. So if your living expenses are say um, 1 lakh a month, uh, that rises to have 9 months worth of expenses which means 9 lakh. So uh, your living expenses, maybe if you have a child, they will be slightly higher. If the child is a small one, an infant etc. So you could have slightly higher expenses. But the multiplier of nine times, that does not change. Uh, so perhaps people without children, uh, if they live a fr- more frugal lifestyle, their living expenses could be lower and therefore the multiple will be lower. Okay. So another question is FIRE, that is early retirement, a possibility for child-free people because I've seen this a lot on all of the subs. This is a question that is burning inside of me. Is fire really a possibility for the people who choose not to offer kids? I'm really excited about this. So, fire is very difficult for Indians generally. It is far more difficult than it is for people in the US, etc. who post these beautiful blogs about uh, retiring early and uh, staying in some beachside house or something like that and doing everything themselves. The reason why fire is very difficult in India is because uh, we still, uh, first of all, we do take care of our dependent parents or children till a very um, for a very long period. We don't. 
really uh, our kids don't know how to eating or something and elderly parents are very much uh, still our responsibility so that is one thing the second reason is inflation in india is very high therefore uh, if you retire at 40 and you think that uh, income of 1 lakh is handsome income in 30 years time you will find that with our inflation rates of 7% what you need to maintain the same lifestyle something like 3 lakh rupees a month this is what makes fire very challenging in india because if you retire early that inflation uh, actually escalates your living expenses so much that you will find you can't keep up with it using your investments alone see because once you retire it is your passive income that you get from investments that has to fund your living it's so it becomes very difficult so uh, with children certainly fire uh, becomes a little tough because uh, perhaps when you are in your 40s or 50s that is the time when you will have to put your child through higher education or something so that's one big goal looming in front of you and nowadays with everybody wanting to send their kids abroad for undergrad and things like that so you may end up spending a crore or one and a half crore at today's prices for that goal so that goal is a big one so if you don't have a child that one and a half crore you could possibly use it for retirement but let me also invert this so um what happens is in india because we have this still very family oriented system um in your later years if you fall short of funds actually if you have children your children may contribute to your living expenses or uh, towards the end of your life if you uh, have a, a severe medical conditions dementia these kind of situations then your children may actually chip in to support you so let me give you my own example so my parents were my father was in the central government and had medical cover and everything but still after covid my parents went through a very difficult time when my mom was bedridden at home my father had dementia so actually this would not be covered by any traditional insurance policy or even their government reimbursement so it was basically up to me and my husband and my sister to, to actually fund these expenses so they had that safety net if you don't have children or other siblings who can chip in you may not have that safety net so you have to budget for that okay so dependent parents and the rising inflation are the two main reasons which are right. which won't allow indians to go for early retirement so if indians like the child free population cannot go for early retirement how should they go around planning their retirement like as a child free person should... that doesn't differ very materially from many other persons so Uh, you can start um, you can start setting aside money very early towards your own retirement so uh, one thing i see with people with children is they prioritize their children over everything else so everything they think about financially will be about child's education child's marriage and all that whereas if you don't have a child you, you should think of yourself and you can actually start earlier on your retirement planning and starting early makes a huge difference to how much money you manage to save up finally so I think there there is definitely an advantage uh, in terms of uh, planning for your retirement. So you start very early. As soon as you start earning, you even if you may have very small savings, you just start investing it quickly. Uh, you can also because you don't have goals coming up, say in ten years time or fifteen years time, you could also take slightly more risk. Perhaps invest in equity from a very early stage and sort of build up a bigger corpus. Then true, true. Since we don't have. anything coming up in the following years when i take more risk and in equity another question about insurances term insurance life insurance health insurance i would like to, you to cover all of them <laughs> so health insurance all of us badly need it because after covid we've also seen 
in younger age groups people are vulnerable to uh, critical illnesses and things like that so definitely we should have even if the employer gives you health insurance you should have something in addition to that because if you're between jobs or you have a non-employed period during that period also you need coverage for your health in fact even more so right so you should have health insurance um in terms of life insurance uh, there is a difference so Life insurance, people have a misunderstanding. Everybody does not need to buy life insurance. You need to buy life insurance only if you want somebody else to benefit when something happens to you. So life insurance, uh, insurer pays a lump sum amount to your dependents when you are not around, right? So um, for 24-year-olds, etc., who can be the dependents? I mean, the children can be the dependents. Uh, but usually children on their own having a lump sum of money is not going to help them. They need a guardian or somebody, right? Um, if you have dependent parents who look to them for income support, then you should have life insurance. But if you don't have any dependents at all, either children or parents who are in your care, then you do not need life insurance that early. Uh, later, you may like to have life insurance once you're 30 or something because you want to be, you have a partner or somebody or a sibling or somebody whom you want to basically support then you can have life insurance. My final question is about buying or renting a house, which what is better for uh, child-free people. By the way, just a small mention, we did a video on this and you can check it out on Business Lights YouTube channel. Yeah, the video was on whether anybody should buy a house when they are young, not necessarily child-free people. But um, I think generally when people are children, they are tied down to a certain locality because of a good school and things like that. So uh, for them, uh, slightly, it makes more sense to buy a home if they feel that they are going to settle in that place. But for people who have not actually found, uh, found out where they plan to settle for the rest of their life, if their career is still pretty mobile and fluid. Those people should not buy a house. They should just rent it. No matter how pesky or landlord is or how difficult it is to find a rented home, you should stay with rented homes. Because if you take, if you buy a home and take on a big EMI, it becomes very difficult to move locations after that. So the, cho the choice should be based on whether you plan to move locations or you plan to stay in one place for good. Usually people with children, they do fix on one place for good because they are once the ecosystem is settled for childcare and for uh, schooling etc they like to stay in that place so for them they may choose to buy a house slightly earlier than the child free people so after this conversation that we have had my questions are finally over so thank you for bursting a lot of bubbles in my head that fire isn't <laughs> going you. to have a possibility for child free people so you'll have to work for the rest of your life listeners <laughs> even if you're choosing <laughs> even if you're choosing to go child free and by the way if you're listening to us on spotify you can Drop down your comments in the Q&A section. Thank you, Arti, for joining us. Thank you. Thank you.